Hey, Marie, how's it going? Good. How are you? I am uh, doing well. So I think we were going to dive into addressing the craziness with uh, Twitter this week. But first, let's cover kind of our intentions we talked about last week. Your intentions have to do with team progress and hiring. And so how has that progressed? It's going pretty well. So yes, so my intention was we were doing a lot of HR related work last week. We had a lot of interviews going for various roles at Llama Life. And my intention was to fill some of those roles. So I'm super excited to say we did do that. Um, So we now have a content sort of community person that's come on board this week. For now, it's just a sort of a shorter term contract, but we'll see how it goes. The intention is to get people on permanently, but yeah, right now we just did a short-term contract and yeah, she just had her first week this week and seems to be going good so far. So a bit of progress. Nice. Yeah, thanks. I'm pretty excited because it's just really hard to find the right people. Yeah. When you do find someone you think you can gel with and obviously have the skills to do what you need as well, it's just such a good feeling. On top of that, had a few other conversations for various project-related roles. So we want to do some stuff with sounds. So we had a really great conversation with someone who's an expert in the sound space. And on top of that, uh, some someone who's sort of working on uh, animations. So we'll see how we go. Next week, I might have more of an update on that. What you talk about with hiring, I think that's so important. I mentioned last week how I am partnering with someone and we're sort of like exploring this idea of working on an app together. And uh, we're kind of going through that same sort of thing of like figuring out like, how do we work together? Like where we've had like a couple of just minor stuff, but minor disagreements on how to do things Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out like, how do you navigate that? Like, what does that look like? you know, getting to the point where you're both have an idea of how to progress forward and work together well and be on the same page with kind of the more global goals so you can work through the smaller problems. So yeah, I think it's really important to kind of like figure that stuff out before those disagreements become like big disagreements or uh, big differences in how you approach stuff. That's such a good point because um, we always try to keep things focused on the product and like you said, sort of the end goal, like what, what are we trying to create for the customer? So when there are differing opinions, it's it's not like a personal thing then, it's more like, okay, well, we have this goal for the product, we have this vision for the brand and like, does this fit with that? Because if it doesn't, then it's not that it's wrong, but it might be something that's lower priority for the time being. And it's all about sort of prioritizing mm-hmm. because we're a small team. Prioritizing is like a really big thing because you only have so many hours in the day. We have all these things to work on and we treat them all as little bets. And we go, okay, well, which bet is the most likely to pay off based on what we agreed on in the past, which is this is the goal for the product, the goal for the brand, and et cetera. And then it just becomes like, okay, well, it's just an exercise in prioritization. It's not an exercise in saying you're wrong or I'm right or vice versa. It's just like, okay, we have already discussed it. And this is kind of what we said, whatever is going to fit this the best and whichever bet is the most likely to pay off is what we're going to go with. That has worked really well for my team. Moving on from that, the intention I talked about last week was working on my book because I was like, I've got this big deadline it has to be done. What actually happened was I requested an extension and I got it. So <laughs> I have not finished that draft of the book. I got the, that extension, I extended it a week. So now it's due again by the time this episode comes out is when <laughs> the book is due. But I have a lot more of an open uh, weekend. So I'm planning to kind of really pour some time in this weekend to finish that. 
that's kind of what's going on there. I did get some work done, so I've made some progress, but I hit a point and I was like, oh man, this is just, this is not going to happen. I, there's just not enough time because I had a really busy weekend last weekend where I had basically no free time to work on it. Mm -hmm. So luckily the extension worked out and uh, yeah, hopefully I don't wait until the night before to do all the work that I need to do um, and get some done this weekend. Oh, the other thing that I did, which I'm really happy about is, um, you know, people have probably heard me talk about the onboarding sequence for Llama Life in the past, like four episodes or something. And that is finally done. So I'm going to be pushing it to production later today. I'm really glad to get that that one off my chest because it's been, it's not the only thing I'm working on, but it's kind of just been the thing that has been carrying on week mm-hmm. to week that I just feel like it's hanging over my head and it's like, I need to get this done so I can move on to other things. And today is the day that it's finally going to be like, it's done. It can still be improved, but it is sort of done to the point where I'm like, this is fine to push out. Like it does what I need it to do. Right. Little tweaks can come later based on what people say, but, uh, and the feedback we get, but it's, uh, it's such a good feeling. I'm like, it's going to be done. It's done. It's done. It's done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I love that feeling. I think it's it's so easy. I'm really terrible about this because I'm such a perfectionist. Like it's real easy to like hang on to that feature and kind of keep plugging away at it and keep working mm-hmm. on it when like so often what happens is you find that you're like, okay, let's ship it. And then you ship it and you're like, and then once I ship it, I'm going to do all these other things to it as well. And then it turns out like it doesn't actually need all that. Like maybe there's some additional things I can do, but all those things that you thought it needed suddenly, maybe once you've shipped it, it's like you realize actually it's decent enough right now Mm -hmm. that I can work on other stuff that's a higher priority. And that way you're not just like holding this feature for like a year working on it, improving it, improving it, and then finally shipping it. And then maybe finding out you over-engineered it or something like that. It's I think it's really great to just try and get that minimum version out, which is something that's been kind of hard for me to learn where I've been working. Like when I first started there, like eight years ago, I was very much the like, no, let's make it perfect before we ship it. Like we got to mm-hmm. we got to like account for all these possibilities. And then just what I've learned is like, no, just get it out there. Get the basic version out there yep. and then you can always improve on it. But you can also learn that, hey, maybe we don't need to improve on it. Uh, maybe that, that'll be fine for years even before we really need to do that next step. I've actually found that so many times. Like I've, I've shipped a feature and on my list of to-dos, as I get closer to, to launching it, there's always like lots of little things that, that I go, oh, it could do this or it needs that or it needs this. And I, I start to separate my to-do list into like must-haves. And then like these are nice-to-haves that I could do or stuff to do later and I find that most of the time I never come back to the stuff to yeah. do later. <laughs> and I look at it maybe a month after. I'm like, oh, do we still want to do that? It's like mm-hmm. not one person has complained about that. It's fine. And <laughs> it's it's really um, – and I always think, I always think like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't like spend the extra time on that. Right. I don't know. It's happened so many times now that I'm like, okay, just make a separate list on the nice-to-haves. Congrats on both the hiring and uh, finally getting through that onboarding feature. Um, and a third congrats, you just hit uh, 10K on Twitter, uh, which is always exciting to kind of uh, hit a little milestone like that. Like not that the numbers mattered that much, but it's still, it's always fun to kind of hit one of those nice uh, round numbers. So yep. yeah, I know you tweeted about it Thank and you, you were kind of watching that number. So uh, how's that, how's that feel to finally hit that uh, 10K? Yeah, thanks. It feels good. Like you said, though, the number the number itself doesn't matter that much, but it does still feel like a, a bit of a milestone. You know, in my head, it's kind of you know a thousand, 
I'd say 500, 1,000, 5,000, and 10,000. They're kind of the milestones that I had, just sort of personal milestones. But at the end of the day, it's, yeah, we all know it's sort of, it's more about engagement. Mm -hmm. I see a lot of larger accounts that have way more followers and they have less engagement. And for me, like the engagement part is kind of the the most fun thing. Like I, I really love Twitter. Like I love going on it and I love chatting with people that I meet on there. And I've got to know so many people pretty well, like on Twitter and like with genuine friends on Twitter. And that's the most exciting bit. So the number of 10K is, it is a milestone. I was happy about it. I did post about it, but yeah, I think overall it's, it's still the engagement that matters, but I was happy and, uh, now I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I'm just, <laughs> it's almost a release because I'm, I'm now thinking like, I don't really care. I'm just going to post. I'm not watching the number as carefully now. I'm just kind of posting. Mm -hmm. And I think when you let that go, like you let go, like the fact that you're trying to get a like on your post, it's very freeing. It's just like, okay, well, I just want to post this. So I'm going to post it. If you don't like it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, yeah, it's good. So speaking of Twitter, like things have been a little wild uh, the last uh, week or so, which is kind of a big deal for you and I, because we, yes. like you just said, like you're a big fan of Twitter. I've been a big fan of Twitter for a long time. Uh, I think I've been, I think it was 2007 when I joined. So that means I've been using Twitter for like longer than I was in school, which is oh, pretty wow. crazy. Uh, yeah, longer you than, like you know, that. I've been married <laughs> or had kids because I, I've been on Twitter since before the iPhone existed. Like that's how long it's been, which is just wild. Um, oh, wow. Because the yeah, iPhone you... came out like, I, I signed up early 2007 and then the iPhone came out like, I uh, was it June or something that same year. Yeah, later that so, year. So yeah, it's crazy. And now there's all the... <laughs> All this stuff happening since uh, Elon's done the $44 billion purchase and then a lot of the changes with uh, verification yeah. and the new like, yeah, Twitter blue and all the changes there. I know you kind of were looking into uh, whether or not you wanted to sign up and get the little blue check for uh, Twitter blue. And what, what was that yep. process like and where did you kind of land on that? This is important because we've both been on Twitter for quite a long time. Like I was, I joined, I'm just looking at my account now. So I joined April, 2009. So that was after the iPhone came out, but right. I would say I've only really used Twitter properly in the last, like maybe the last year and a half. So for a long time, I kind of just posted. And then like a lot of people, I just was like, okay, nothing's happening. And I just left it, but my account was active. But the last year and a half, I've really been investing a lot of time and effort and posting almost every day and just for me and I think maybe for you as well like tw Twitter is a marketing channel I enjoy it but it is also a source of marketing for Llama Life and the other projects that I do and I guess sort of personal brand perspective as well I hate the words personal brand but you know what I mean <laughs> it's like it's your yeah it's it's a way for me to show my work and what I'm doing from that perspective, it's important. And yes, Twitter blue. So the funny thing is like we're having this conversation now, but things are moving so quickly that when this comes out, I don't, <laughs> it could be a very different situation. So I'm just aware of that as well. But right. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Every, everything we say now may be, may be wiped out. And by the time you get to hear this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so before you could only get verified if you met certain criteria, you know, if your account was notable and you could verify your ID. I actually tried to get verified not that long ago, I would say maybe like a month ago, and I didn't qualify because I didn't have enough followers. The verification thing didn't really matter that much to me because I'm not like a news organization or a journalist where you have to know that that is coming from that person or organization. Mm -hmm. But then when, when Twitter Blue came out, now you can pay you know $8 just to get that verification mark. The thing that sort of 
weird for me is that it's not really verification anymore. Like it sort of just says that you've paid for Twitter blue. And I almost <laughs> got it last night. Literally, I was looking into it yesterday and last night I almost was like, yeah, I'll just pay for it. But then I was thinking, well, what does it actually get me? I know there's some offerings that are coming up mm -hmm. and the, the offerings right now at this time are your content could be pushed to the top of the feed. You can post longer videos, which I think would be helpful for me because often when I put a video on, like I'll talk about a feature of Llama Life and the thought behind it, I always run out of time on those videos and I have to cut them back, which is time consuming. And what was the, there was something else. Oh, less ads, right? 50% less ads, but they haven't come into effect mm -hmm. yet. So right now the $8 a month is just to get the tick next to your name. I guess the other problem it causes is that you don't really have to be verified to do that. Like they don't check, you, you're literally just paying $8 and you get the tick. So anybody can can have that, which sort of undervalues the people who have got verified in the past. Mm -hmm. But I do know that the reasoning, I heard, a, I heard a Twitter space that Elon did. His reasoning was that in order to combat the trolls and the bots, the $8 charge is meant to be a deterrent on that because somebody who is a troll is not going to want to continue to pay $8 a month to keep trolling. At least that's the thinking. So I don't, I don't actually have an issue with paying for a service I love using and that provides value to me. I think my hesitation in this case is that it's not really quite clear what I get for the $8. And at the same time, it is also muddying the waters of what that blue check mark used to stand for. So it, it just doesn't feel very clear in terms of a feature, like what it is, like what is this? It's sort of sitting in these two camps and I'm like, okay, well, that is causing me to hesitate. So that's why I haven't done it yet. Mm -hmm. Also, I think it can start to create a bit of a divide between people who have it and people who don't. And I'm not really liking that feeling like some people are able to pay for it and some people aren't. And it feels like some people who are not able to pay for it or for whatever reason, they might be disadvantaged now in the feed, mm -hmm. even though they're genuine people. They're not trolls, they're genuine and they have good content. So I'm not sure how that's going to play out, but I'm already starting to see a little bit of, of a divide between my friends. Like I'm getting DMs saying, oh, I'm not sure where this is going to go. Like, have you got other social accounts that we can connect on? Right now, I'm kind of just waiting a little bit to see what happens. But you got the blue tick. <laughs> yeah. So, so my own uh, history with uh, Twitter. So I've been using it since I signed up. So I distinctly remember back in 2007, I was listening to This Week in Tech, the Twit uh, podcast with Leo Laporte. And I remember them talking about Twitter and thinking like, that sounds like the dumbest idea ever. I don't get it <laughs> at all. But then yeah. I ended up signing up like a month or two later and pretty immediately was hooked. Like way back then I was into the, like the quickly on Twitter, there was like a design community. A lot of like the big people in the design space, like web design and stuff like that were on there. And it was great because it was like kind of the early days of having an outlet for when you had a problem of like, oh, I don't know how this thing works in design. And then people would jump in and help you out. And it was awesome. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of quickly grew to love Twitter and I've used it like a lot of people kind of what you said, like signed up and then left and then came back. Yeah, I've been an active user of Twitter since the beginning. Wow. Like, I don't think I've ever left for a specific like I'm going to take a break for a month mm -hmm. and things like that occasionally. But other than that, I've been using it actively for what is it, 15 years or something. But that said, I've kind of changed my usage in the last like couple of years and sort mm -hmm. of, you know, I started writing 
I did the ship 30 for 30 challenge and started writing about ADHD. And that's where I kind of like shifted from just like complaining about sports or things like that into actually having like a purpose of like, oh, I'm trying to use this to show my work and tweet about kind of like ADHD memes and sort of like helping other people with ADHD learn more about it and Mm -hmm. feel more understood with it and stuff like that. And so because of that, seeing that the Twitter blue says like here, I'm looking right now, if you pull up Twitter blue, As of today, which is Thursday, November 10th, it says that all blue subscribers will get a verified account and blue check mark. And then it lists several features like rocket to top of replies, mention and search. Yep. And that in particular for me is important right now. And so it, it says coming soon. So I don't know when that's going to take effect. But like you said, it's already starting to happen because like right now my mentions or my notifications now has like a verified tab. So I can yeah. do verified to only see, the, you know, except like you said, it's not actually verified anymore. It's just like the people who happen to be able to uh, pay for it. And as far as like why I got the blue, the blue tick and signed up for it, I actually already had Twitter blue. Like I know a lot of people hated it, but there's a few features that made it worth it for me. One, which sounds like such a silly little thing, having Twitter blue lets you organize the nav bar. So like right now, I think in the official Twitter app on iPhone, like the center tab is like the little microphone thing, I think for like Twitter spaces. Oh, which I never use. I never use that. And so I just like got rid of that. I have different icons down there and I've gotten so used to it that I don't want that to go away. So that's one reason I like Twitter blue. And the other is that the undo feature is really nice. When you hit send tweet and then you can let it set for like 20 seconds before it'll officially send, like being able to undo. I do that all the time just to sort of like see what is this? going to look like oh because um, I really care kind of about how the text is formatted a little bit and so it's not always the same as it's like a minor little thing but I like to see it and so I end up using that feature a lot and so for me like Twitter blue before I got in early where it was $2.99 a month so that was yeah. totally worth it for me now there's like a notice on my phone that basically said hey your $2.99 account is going away and so basically oh. you have to upgrade for me that alone was like well I mean, I already want to keep those features. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of stinks how the, the verification stuff has happened. Because like you said, you you told me that you had like applied for the verification yep. and got denied. And I had just had like the thing where I was on today.com. And I was like, hey, well, maybe that'll like help me get verified. Yeah. And so I'm technically I'm in the middle of the verification process and then this Elon thing happened. And so I'm assuming that application is long gone. Probably the people that were going to do anything with that have been laid off because they've laid off like half the company. And so I'm assuming that's all over with. Um, I don't know where things are going to go. I've also had people kind of reach out like, hey, are you on Mastodon? Are you over here? And technically, I I haven't told anybody really, but I created a Mastodon account, but I'm not posting there. It's like, I just don't. I don't know if you've used Mastodon. I haven't, but I'm going to do the same. I'm going to create an account, just reserve my handle, and then it's there if if it's needed. So just to be clear though, I love Twitter and I kind of, I want it to work. Like I really do because I've invested so much time and I find great value from it. Same. And I'm happy to pay for it if that will help them be sustainable. But I kind of just want more clarity on what I'm paying for. Yeah. And I almost wonder if they just change the word verified to something else. To me, verified means your ID is verified. If they made the blue tick something else, like they separate Twitter blue and verification, maybe just the way they're talking about it. That might help me figure out that I can pay for it. But I've had other people 
say to me, hey, you know, you can save all your content. Like you can actually download all your Twitter content. And I've, so I've actually done that. And I thought even if this didn't all happen, like it's probably good to have a backup of all your tweets. And for me, part of it is like my whole journey like of starting Llama Life, learning to code, it's all been documented on Twitter and pretty much nowhere else. Like I'm not using many other platforms. Right. Definitely not for the journey part. And I was like, it'll be a real shame if I lost all of that. And it doesn't take an Elon to, to come in and do that. It could also just be like, what if you got banned one day and you didn't realize like sometimes I've seen other people just get banned and they're like, I don't know what I did, but I got banned and now I can't access right. anything. So I'm like, well... Maybe um, it's a good idea just to back it up anyway. So a few people in my circles have been sharing that around to just, why don't you just back it up? And I'm like, yeah, good idea. I'll just back it up. Doesn't hurt. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool. So what you get when you back it up is you get basically just single player mode, right? It's just you. You can just see your stuff on Twitter. That's it. <laughs> like your timeline, your profile. Right. Like single player mode, that's all you can do. But but at least all the stuff I've written, if I want to go back and go, okay, yeah, like what happened a year ago? I can see, yeah, that's really cool. You know, I did it then and all my pictures are still there and it's saved. I think that's a great call. That's something I've done occasionally, but I haven't done it in a while. So while you're talking, I went and <laughs> went through that process. For those that want to do that, all you have to do on Twitter is just go to like your settings and then it's under your account. And then there's an option right there that just says download an archive of your data. And so it takes a while. You have to go through like the approve, like it'll send you an email to verify and stuff. And then you, you're basically mm -hmm, requesting mm -hmm. permission to download an archive. And I think it'll take like a day or something. Oh yeah. So it says yeah, it yeah, take 24 hours. 24 hours. Or, okay. But that's just, I don't know. It's probably good to do that every now and again. Yeah, for sure. I think so too. I really want this to work though. Like I'm, I'm rooting for Twitter. Like I want Twitter to work. I... Yeah, I guess it's just going to be a unsettling period while some of this stuff is is ironed out. My worry is I don't want to get too much into like Elon's uh, ego and stuff, but my worry is that that's going to be the problem because what I'm hoping at this point is we get to a point where he feels like he can exit and then somebody else buy it, which is going to be hard because he overpaid 44 billion for it, so it's going to be difficult. But that's my hope is that it yeah, yeah. stays around enough that it can transfer ownership to someone else because I it does not look positive for the near future but I'm hoping it lasts long enough because I am a big fan of Twitter I have been for a very long time and I really hope it uh, survives all the things that are happening right now and gets to Same. a place uh, where it's just like uh, you can just rely on it being consistent and the other thing is because Elon overpaid for it I like how we're on a first name basis now because Elon <laughs> <laughs> overpaid for yeah. it you know, obviously he, he, he does need to think about like how to monetize it, like how to actually bring it to something sustainable. But with that focus, it, it does it, it does make it really like unstable times, I guess. And I'm, I'm actually just looking at an article now from The Verge, which got posted today, I think, the 10th of November, US time. It's just saying a lot of, um, a lot of the key people have left. So the chief information security officer, the chief privacy officer, the chief compliance officer have all resigned. Then obviously we had a lot of general staff layoffs and then some of those people were asked to come back. So there's just been a lot of, yeah, yeah I guess it's a lot of instability, which you know is going to happen. Whenever someone takes over a company, this stuff happens. Like there's going to be a reorg. That always is the case, but it's just like the question you posed was like, can it live through this? And there's no new CEO at the moment, right? Elon's chief twit at the moment. That's his, on his <laughs> right. um, Twitter account. Yeah. 
there's no actual CEO at the moment. Mm-hmm. Well, Elon let Prague go. I guess we'll see. This could be really different by the time this episode comes out. <laughs> Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, everything's everything's been fixed and there's a new CEO in town and we're no more worries. Yeah. That's that's what we're hoping for. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. We'll find out next week. It's uh, We're almost coming up to time and maybe you want to talk about what we're going to try and do next week or our intentions. <laughs> yeah. Is yours the book? Yours is going to be the book? <laughs> Yeah, mine is uh, going to be obvious. Uh, yes, the book, the book that now has a deadline. Again, when this episode comes out, that's when my deadline is. Um, so I'll be working hard on that this weekend and I cannot extend it again. So this time it will really happen. So hopefully this weekend all goes well getting that prepared. So that's my intention of the week to get that book submitted. Um, yeah, how about you? Do, do you want Do you want a check-in? You want like a midweek check-in? You want me to like DM you going, <laughs> hey, how's it going, Jesse? Yeah, absolutely. That, <laughs> or is that, that going to annoy you? No, that would be super helpful. Uh, get any sort of nudge like that. Yeah, if you're if you're just hanging out and you suddenly think, oh, how's I wonder how Jesse's doing with the book? Absolutely, send me a quick little yeah, DM. Yeah. Uh, that'd be great. All right. Oh, set a reminder for myself. <laughs> Perfect. And for me, ah, uh, what am I gonna do? So I have. Um, I'm hoping to make a couple of other offers to people we've been chatting with about the sounds and also the animations. Uh, Right now I need to write like a scope of work, like what does it entail? And then we need to figure out like, you know, how does that match up with with what, um, you know, their schedule is like and and what they can deliver. So I'm hoping to get that out and get it like rolling before we chat next week. I think I can, like that's a whole week. What else is there? I think for me, probably like launch another feature or at least start work on another feature because so much of my time has been taken up by the HR stuff and the onboarding that I haven't launched anything new and I'm itching to do something (laughs) new, right? Something creative and something um, that will make Llama Life more unique and stand out from other focus apps and productivity apps. So yeah, I think I've got a good week coming up from a a creativity standpoint, which is always my, my happy place. And, um, I don't know what it's going to be yet. I've, I've, we've got quite a few things on the on the roadmap, but I'm, I haven't picked which one just yet. Right. Awesome. Cool. That sounds good. Uh, see you next week. Cool. See you then.